You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. When we ask God to help us in our work and commit to Him what we are doing, He will cause our plans to succeed. Discover more about this truth in this message by Chinky Tan. Good afternoon, everyone. Really an honor and pleasure to be invited once again here. It's really an honor to really be sharing God's truth and God's Word because God's Word is powerful, it's living and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. Would you agree? Yes or no? And one thing about God's Word, it set people free. So it's very important for us to really come together and then know God's Word. Okay, but before we continue... I'd just like also to thank uh, Pastor Ariel again for granting me this opportunity because it gives me more greater, uh, actually, shiver whenever I share God's Word compared to me talking to thousands of people because I know when I step up on stage, I'm not only representing myself, but I'm representing the truth that comes with the Word of God. Amen? Amen. So without further delay, uh, we're talking about work, Okay. Who among you inside this room, you are working right now? Can you please raise up your hands? Okay. Who among you are not working? Okay. Who among you, no matter what I ask, you refuse to uh, raise up your hands? <laughs> Let's get it straight. Uh, talking about work, when it comes to work, especially these past few days, uh, because of the bad weather, not bad weather, uh, it's so nice for you to really extend your sleep. Is that right? Yes or no? So sometimes there are some people who are having a hard time waking up early, especially if a great weather. It reminded me of a story of a person who'd been nagged, being nagged by the mother for so many years on going to school. Until such time, the mother got so fed up and said, Once and for all, this is the last time I'm going to tell you to please wake up and don't be late for school. And the son then said, Please, give me two good reasons. Why should I go to school? Number one, you're over 35 years old. And number two, you are the principal of the school. <laughs> Some people dread really work. When it comes to Monday, they have a wrong attitude and wrong mindset. Lunes na naman. Pabasok na naman ako. Magkikita ko na naman yung boss ko. If you treat that work, uh, work that way, definitely... Your work will never work. But today, allow me to share to you the truth in terms of the work that works. When you say the work that works, any, anything that we want to work, uh, we plan, we want to make it work. Would you agree? Yes or no? We want to make it successful. We want to make it big. We want to hit it big. We want to be promoted. But there are times, specifically when you are already part of a church, uh, when you see pastors preaching, and uh, when you see people really serving God, any one of you who has also the heart to really serve God in full-time ministry, can you please raise up your hands? Raise up your hands. Okay, okay lang. Nagtatanong lang naman, tatanong. But I used to also look at, ah, at the pastor. When I look at the pastor, I said, one day I want to be like them to also share God's truth. But allow me to share with you the unhealthy view or about what work, especially when it comes to full-time ministry. I used to think this way. I'm not serving God if I don't serve God full-time. If I'm not a full-time minister, I'm less effective than the pastor because I know that I will be more effective if I'm in full-time ministry. Uh, that's how I view before. Uh, full-time ministry is more sacred. Everybody say sacred. Sacred, sacred that part-time ministry. 
And because of that, in the year 2006, I sold my businesses, all my businesses, and uh, went to Bible school in the year 2008 in every nation. And after that, I graduated. Uh, one thing really egging to go into full-time ministry. And after my graduation, I have to do an exit interview with some of our senior pastors. Uh, there are some pastors that I spoke to. Pastor Ariel Marquez definitely was one. Was one. Uh, Pastor uh, Paulo Punsalan and another one is Pastor Ray Corpus. And when I spoke specifically to Pastor uh, Ray Corpus, he asked me, Chinky, why do you really want to go into full-time ministry? My, because my heart is to minister to people. My heart is really to share the truth to people. And he asked me, what are you doing right now? Well, currently, I'm a speaker. I write books. So what do you do when you work? Uh, I teach people. Uh, do you also share to people and then change the way they think? Yes, that's what I also do. So he asked me, what's your problem? You're already doing what God called you to do. Why do you want to go into full-time ministry? And then he told me, your work, my work is not more sacred than your work. In your view, in your view, maybe um, uh, being in full-time is more sacred and it's more closer to God, but in reality, in God's view, it's all the same. Because everyone has its own respective calling. Would you agree? Yes or no? So basically, what he told me, okay, I still, my heart, I was so stubborn, still I want to go into full-time ministry, and he told me, okay, I'll give you six months. Go back to the marketplace ministry. Within six months, if God kept on closing the doors, it means say you're already ripe for full-time ministry. You come back to us, and we'll accept you. But in, within six months, if God opens otherwise, you, you might want to reconsider. To cut the long story short, ever since I went back to marketplace ministry, God kept on opening doors. Uh, right now, I have been uh, doing a lot of uh, sessions, just like last year alone. Last year alone, I did over 300 speaking engagements in one year out of 365 days. Last, uh, this, this event was, last on, uh, was held last uh, June 20. Over 2,000 people was there. And not only that, God also opened other doors in media. I have also a radio show and a TV show every Sunday at Channel 5. 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. is called Chink Positive. Who among you have seen or heard already this program? Can you please raise up your hands? Sino pa pong hindi? 22 lang nanonood, 22 lang. So God has kept on opening doors, and then this is what I realize. It is unhealthy for us to view life in terms of division between sacred and at the same time secular. Nothing is different. We have to be consistent from Monday up to what? Sunday. Would you agree? Yes or no? And the job of a pastor shepherding the people of God is no different. It's as also as sacred as a job of a parent discipling and teaching their children. The job also of a campus minister is not more sacred than a teacher teaching the students A, B, C, and 1, 2, 3. It's very the same. Ang tanong lang, what's your calling? What's, what's the calling of God in your life? Are you fulfilling the calling of God in your life. In reality, God does not just want us to do holy things, but God wants us to become what? Holy people. When you talk about holy, holy means set apart. Everybody say set apart. You and I are set apart to do something that is great. Again, there's an unhealthy view that we need to go into full time in order for us to be effective minister. 
allow me to share with you right now the healthy view of how we should view work. Number one, work. Okay, number one, work comes from God. Everybody say, work comes from God. Number two, work for. And number three is what? Work with God. Three things that I want you to remember. Number one, work comes from God. Number two, work for God. And number three, you got work with God. Let's start with number one. Work comes from God. In the scripture, it says on Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. I'm sure majority of us here, we're familiar with the story of Adam and Eve. And then he was tempted, uh, Eve was tempted, Adam was tempted to eat the forbidden fruit, and they ate the forbidden fruit. And the rest is history. Basically, what happened was their eyes were opened, they realized that they were naked, uh, they hid from God, and sin came in. And because of that, there was a consequence, and God cursed uh, Adam to work and till the land. Oftentimes, when we uh, talk about work, it's always associated with curse because it's a consequence. But we just need to understand, before the consequence came, before the sin came, on Genesis 2.15, the sin wasn't present during that time. The Lord God already put Adam to work, put Adam to become the leader, put Adam to become the caretaker of the land. Amen? So we cannot look at work as in terms of a curse. As a matter of fact, I want to encourage you to look at it from another perspective. Um... Who among you owns a car? If you don't have a car, I want to donate one. Who among you wants to receive one? Mga plastic talaga kayo, no? Believe me, plastic melts one day. <laughs> no, I still can remember when I still have a brand new car. You know what I do? Every single day, I will clean the car. Wax in, wax out. After six months of cleaning it consistently, the car was black, it became white. <laughs> you know, whenever you clean your car, I can have it car washed, but I want to personally clean it because there's a sense of what? Fulfillment when you finish something. Would you agree? Yes or no? Just like probably some of you women here, you do spring cleaning, probably uh, your, your uh, what do you call this? Your or not luggage, your, but your dresser is already a mess. You want to arrange the color white, red, and you want to arrange it. And then after cleaning it, after 10 years, and then after you cleaned it, there's a sense of what? Fulfillment. Is that right? Whenever we're productive, there's a sense of what? Fulfillment. No matter how small or how big it may be. Cleaning the CR. Fixing food for your husband or for your wife, for your family. If you finish something, we work, there's productivity, and then when you are productive, you know what will happen? There will be fulfillment. The reason why God wants us to work because there is ultimately fulfillment. And God promised you and me that we need to live our life to the fullest. It's a proven fact. When you are idle, you don't do anything. You feel, you feel that you don't have purpose in life. You don't have meaning in life. The worst thing that can happen to a person is to live without meaning and purpose in life. Because God called each and every one inside this room not to live a wandering generality, but we need to live as a meaningful specific. So very, very important. You've got to ask God, Lord, what is my role? What is my calling in life? No matter how small it may be. 
Working is never about also financial security. You don't work because you work for money. You work because it's a calling of God. God wants us to be productive. At the same time, it's stewardship. Can you remember the parable of the talents? Yes or no? The master gave them talents, depending on their talents, and asked them to put it into what? Work. And when we look at work, there's a Hebrew word in Genesis chapter 2, 15. It says the word called work in Hebrew. It's called abad. Everybody say abad. It's not a good, but it's a bad. Yeah. Okay, it means to say to serve, to keep, to cultivate. The reason why God wants us to work, it's not only for productivity, but also to serve God. Once you and I start working, we are serving God. We are working with, we are, we are what? Serving God. We can serve God through our work. So in other words, if we can serve God through our work, what's, what's the short of this? What's the idea? Work is a form of worship. Why do we come to church every Sunday? To worship. So worship is not only secluded on the Sundays. Worship is from Monday up to what? Sunday. When you are working, always remember, that's also your form of what? Worship. Don't ever say, I'm not a spiritual person. I'm not doing... No, no. Believe me. Husband, if you are earning money, okay, for your family, you are a faithful steward to God's calling because God called you to become a breadwinner. When you earn money, you are worshiping God. If you are a housewife here right now and you're taking care of your children, it's not because it's a responsibility because you are the parent. Because if you raise your child well, you are also worshiping God through raising your godly children. If you are also a teacher here, it doesn't mean to say that you are not teaching Bible school, you're teaching numbers, science, physics, trigonometry. These are the subjects that I really hated most. <laughs> you know, say that you are also fulfilling the calling of God, you are worshiping God through that what? Profession. And it's very important for us to understand, aside from work is from God, in order for you to last long at your work, you got to enjoy what you're doing. It's never about the work. It's your attitude towards your work. Do you really love what you're doing? Or are you doing it only because of money? Your attitude towards work is very, very crucial. Everybody say crucial. That's the reason why I want to encourage you today. As you right now know, work is from God. Now, once we work, what should be our attitude when we work? When we work, we work for God. We don't for, work for money, we don't work for fame, we don't work for success, we don't work for power, we don't work for recognition, we work for God. Because once you work for God, everything then will follow. That's the reason why on Matthew 6.33, it says, Seek ye first His kingdom and His righteousness. You work for Him and everything shall be added unto you. Fame, power, success. Money, recognition, is a result of you working and serving God. But if you put it the other way around, it will never become successful. Another verse on Colossians 3.23, it says here, Whatever you do, work at it with all of your what? As working for the Lord, not for men. We need to be reminded, 
Every time when we work, we don't work because our boss might fire us, our boss might reprimand us, our boss might give us a what, a memo. It's never about that. I can still remember when I was still young, I always watched Disney movies. Who among you love Disney movies? Do you know if you want to work for Disney, the HR will tell you, there's only one job description here in, uh, in Disney. If you want to work here, there's only one thing that you need to do. You want to make people happy. Nothing more, nothing less. That's the reason why. But the security guard is there. The security guard is always all smile. The reason why he's all smile, he's trying to be kind, courteous. It's not because the boss might reprimand him because he wants to make people happy. The janitor, why he wants to clean the comfort room so clean, so, so bright. Just like I have two hands. Okay? <laughs> clean and bright. Because it's not because he, does, he, he might get fired from his work because he wants to make people what? Happy. Have you been to Disneyland, Hong Kong, or probably Japan? Whenever there's a what? A person or probably any staff would have stickers inside their pocket. Whenever they see a child, they would give the child a sticker. Why? Because once you give a child a sticker, it will make the child what? Happy. So their goal, why they work there, it's not because they want only money. Their ultimate goal is to make people happy. Likewise, husband, if you're working, the reason why we want to work, it's not because we want to earn money, because we know when we work, we, we bring money. We honor God by doing that. Likewise, when you are, again, a businessman here, your goal is not to become rich. Your goal is to become productive. You work for God. And because of that, you know what will happen? You are honoring God in your work. So it's very, very clear for us to understand. The reason why we work, we work for God. And now, let me ask you this question. If you are working for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, what will be your attitude whenever you work? Will you give your best or will you give your less? You give 101% or 99%. So when we work, we always do it with excellence. The reason why, again, we work, it's not, again, we might get reprimanded, we might get, what, fired. It's never about that because we know we're working unto God. I can still remember whenever I'm given an opportunity to speak, like preparing for this message, you know, my mindset is, I'm doing this not for myself, not to get recognized. I'm not thinking, uh, what if I memorize, I for, forget my lines? What if I cannot communicate that well? It's none of the above because I'm not here to talk about myself. It's never about me. The reason why I'm right now here sharing God's truth is because of God. I cannot be full of myself. That's the reason why my attitude, aside from that, I have to prepare this message, as if this will be my last message. If this will be my last preaching in my entire life, how would I preach it? Likewise, whenever I'm invited in companies and corporate seminars, I would always think that this will be my last talk. If this will be my last talk, how would I deliver it? If you are right now in a company, if you are a what? Mailman. Question, how would you deliver the mail? Would you deliver it ahead of time? On time or delayed? If you are right now working for a company, how would your, be, your output your, with your work, would you always do it with excellence? Let me ask you this question. Do you know people who are 
often late at work. Huwag kang titingin sa katabi mo, walang bastusan. When you ask people, come on, why are they late? What do they say? Oh, when you ask them, why aren't you finished with your job? Why aren't you finished with your deliveries? They would say, too many work, too many tasks, too many things to do. Is that right? Yes or no? Now, with your permission, I need your participation here. Can you please ask me, why am I late? Kasi, habit ko yan. Please ask me, bakit di pa tapos ang trabaho? Come on, why? Bakit di pa tapos ang trabaho? Kasi, habit ko yan. Tanungin nyo ako, ba't wala akong pera? Tanungin nyo, ba't wala akong pera? Tanungin nyo lang. Habit ko yan. Now, let me ask you this question and all of you will answer it's uh, habit ko yan. Okay? Okay? Bakit kayo parati maaga sa trabaho? Bakit parati nyo natatapos yung trabaho nyo, assignment nyo ahead of time? Bakit ang dami nyong pera? Ba't di ko maramdaman? Listen. We came up early is a habit. Sleeping late is a habit. Coming to work on early is a habit. Coming in late is a habit. Finishing your job ahead of time is a habit. Finishing it late is a habit. Success is a habit. Failure is a habit. Becoming rich is a habit. Becoming poor is also a habit. You and I got to first form a new habit, then a new habit will form us. So what's the habit that we need to change? How can you change the habit? You start changing the way you think, your mindset. Starting today, when you go back to work on Monday, your mindset should be what? I'm working not for my boss. I'm not working for a promotion. I'm not working for recognition. I'm working for God. One final story before I move on to the next point and my last point. I remember of a carpenter who served his master faithfully for over 40 years. Started at a very young age of 20 and was about to retire at 60 because at the age of 59, his hands was already uh, in pain of arthritis. And he was telling his boss, please give me one more year. And after one year, that's it. I'll call it off. And then his boss, after, before he retired, he asked for the carpenter to meet him once again. Before you finally retire, can I ask you to do one more thing? Please, give me uh, one more opportunity for you to build a house. I know you're the best. That's the reason why I'm re- requesting you to do it. So this carpenter, you know what he did? Since he was already tired, he didn't give his best in the last house. So it, he did it half-heartedly. And when it was turned over, the boss was so happy because on the outside, it looks good, but he knows from the inside. The carpenter knew from the inside it wasn't that good. And the boss said, you have served me faithfully for over 40 years, and I want to reward you. Right now, this is your house. You know what? You and I need to understand what you sow is what you reap. Whenever you do something half-heartedly, don't expect that you're going to be promoted. Don't expect why nothing is happening. 
We do everything unto the Lord. It's never about money. It's never about recognition. It's never about fame. It's never about money. And finally, when we work, first, again, work is from? And when we work, our attitude, we work for? And the best thing that you and I need to what? We need to what? Work with God. Why you and I should work for God? Whether you like it or not. Have you come to a point in your life, you have done everything in your life, but nothing seems happening. You turn day into night and night into day, and nothing still happening. Nothing seems progressing. Because that is also what I felt before. When I started to work, I started work at a young age of 12. The reason why I started at a very young age, my father's business collapsed. For three years, he was so depressed, he was just staring throughout the window. When I was at grade 6, during the time I can still remember, when I go to school, I don't have lunch money. I will go to the comfort room and open the faucet and, uh, and drink as much water as I can. That will be my meal. For two and a half years, I was wearing one old trusted shoe. Can you still remember Greg's shoes? Yung mga umoo, magkaedad po tayo. Yung mga bata, huh? For the information of the young people here and our foreign guests here, okay, foreign friends, Greg Shoes is one of the most uh, trusted brand here in the Philippines. Diba? Sinabi sa atin, ito yung pinakamatibay na sapatos sa balat ng lupa, kahit pasagasaan mo sa pison, hindi masisira. But if you use that for two and a half years, it will still get destroyed. So during that time, it was so old and I had a hole in my soul. Had no money to repair, you know, it's so embarrassing to admit. I would cut a cardboard, shape it like a shoe sole, and put it inside my shoe. Use it as a temporary shoe sole. When I was young, I was very athletic. I loved to play basketball. And one time, I hit the brake with a leather shoe. And then all of a sudden, what happened? Yung suelas natanggal. Nakaapak ako ng piso, nasalat ko kung tao o ibon. Tao to, tao. Damdam ko. Feel ko eh, feel. It's funny today, but it wasn't funny during the time. Can you remember Voltes 5? All of my classmates had lunchbox stickers, and I would have none. I will wait until such time that their stickers will peel off. I will pick it up from the floor, put glue, put it on my notebook. Some of you might say it's so pathetic. Yes, now it's a sticker, but during the time, it wasn't a sticker. So at a very young age, I was exposed that I need to earn money. My vision in life and goal during that time was to become a millionaire before I reached the age of 35. I started at the young age of 12. We were mindset by our parents. Now, especially, I'm a Filipino-Chinese. Obvious ba? <laughs> ano mindset sa amin? Anak, lahat pwede. Kita, pasok. <laughs> Translate to our foreign friends. <laughs> konti kita dito, konti kita dito, konti kita dito. Grupo, laki kita. You know what happened? Konti lugi dito, konti lugi, konti lugi, grupo, laki lugi. <laughs> I was a jack of all trades, master of none. Did everything, sold everything, but nothing happened. Why? Because I did not work with God. God said on Proverbs 16.3, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be what? Commit. Everyone say commit. You commit not only the time when you are in, you commit even before you go in. Even in the thinking stage, in the planning stage, God should already be part. 
Because oftentimes, we only ask God when already in too deep. And you know for a fact, when God is not part of the plan right from the start and you ask Him to come in, it's so hard to fix it. And you and I also know, who among you are business people here? When you set a plan, when you make a plan, once you execute the plan, the plan doesn't work according to your plan. 90%, 90% of the time, it doesn't work according to the plan. That's the reason why, again, in the scripture of Proverbs 19.11, says many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it's the purpose. Everybody say purpose. Purpose of the Lord that will stand. Many are plans in a man's heart, but in the end, it's God's plan that prevails. God called you to become a nurse, not to become a businessman. If you step out of the calling of God, you will not be blessed. God called you, if God calls you to become a what? A business person and you step out of the calling of God, God will not bless you. So it's very important for you to understand. You cannot compare yourself with others. Do not try to live the life of others. You just need to stick to the calling of God in your life. And that is what I understood. Again, going back, I don't have to become a full-time minister in order for me to become productive. Amen? And how my life turned around and changed and started to think the way I think right now, it's because of a person by the name of Miss Tony Rose Gaida. Tony Rose Gaida was with me during that time in a TV show And I don't know if you would believe that I used to be part of the local entertainment industry. In other words, I used to be an actor here in the Philippines. Yes, I used to be the double of Richard Gomez. Wait, that was before my plastic surgery. This plastic surgery gone wrong. I used to be part of the local entertainment industry. I was with her in that show lunch date, and you know what? I tried to make a lot of money, did everything, tried acting, anything that I can put my hands on, but nothing seems to happen. Nothing's happening. And then Tony Rose Garden then started to share the love of God to me. And then from there, you know what I did? I understood, apart from God, I am nothing. I have to commit everything that I'm doing to the Lord. And that's what basically I did. I started to read God's Word. I started to know His truth. And I started to practice what God is teaching me. I started to return my tithes, give my offerings, do my business according to God's plan and God's way. And you know what happened? Miracle of miracle. From 15,000 income went up to 25. From 25,000, a month it went to 50. 50, it became 100,000. 100,000 became six digit. And then after that, six digit. Up to six digit. <laughs> Baka may BIR dito. <laughs> Uy, nagbabayad ako ng tax, ha? I just want to encourage you. You can work so hard every single day. But if God doesn't bless it, it will never happen. I'll end with the scripture. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it in labor in what? In vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. People of Alabang, 
Alam ko mayayaman kayo dito kasi taga-alabang kayo. You know what? You can work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days in a year. But if God is not part of your plan and you don't commit your plans and your ways to the Lord, it will never work. I just want to encourage you today to have a new perspective. You don't have to go to full-time ministry in order for you to become an effective minister. Wherever you are called by God, if you are a policeman, you are the light in that place. If you are a teacher, you are a light in the place. I would not have met Christ if coming to church because I will never come to church. But thanks be to God that there's a Tony Rose Gaida who has a kingdom mindset. Not a pastor, but a co-actor or a co-actress who shared the love of God to me. So don't ever think that way. And number two, I want to encourage you again. Work not only comes from God, but you also should work for what? When you work, you work unto the Lord. And last, work with God. Make God as your partner in your business, in your school, in your profession. Why don't we all stand and let us pray. Let's bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the opportunity you have granted me right now. And I pray for each and every person inside this room that we will have a fresh perspective, a new mindset about work. Work is a blessing. Thank you for giving us work. We enjoy work. We love work because this is a gift from you. And once we do something, we are fulfilled. And once we are fulfilled, you will bless us. Money, power, fame, riches, glory, anything is a result because we want to work for you. And Lord, I pray that we will be mindful every step of the way that we will put you in the middle of everything that we do. That we will not trust in ourselves, but we will only trust in you. That's the reason why you have said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on our own. In all ways, we acknowledge you and you will make our path straight. While every head's bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around, please. You've been working for the longest time. You've been trying to reach your dreams. You're trying to pursue vision in your life, but up to this very day, nothing seems happening and nothing seems working. My question to you, my friend, is this. Have you fully committed your plans? Have you committed everything unto the Lord? Maybe you have already committed your spiritual life. Maybe you have committed your family life. But my question, have you committed your work life, your business life, you cannot separate and remove God out of the equation because God is part of your life every moment, every inch, every second of the day. Kapatid, kung ikaw ay pagod na, you're sick and tired of your situation, anong pumasok, yan ang lumalabas. Whatever comes in, it goes out. Nothing seems happening. It's just like a deep well, a deep pit. No matter how hard you work, nothing's happening. My challenge to you is this. Are you ready to fully commit your plans? Not only now, before, during, 
And after, are you willing to commit it to the Lord? If you're saying, Chinky, I know. I have shortcomings in that area and I know starting today, I want to commit all my plans, my work life, my school life, my business life unto the Lord. If that is you, I want you to raise your hands right now. I want to pray for you. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for you have opened my eyes before. No matter how hard I try, I cannot do it on my own. But thanks be to God, for you have given me the ability to produce wealth. You have given us the ability to produce wealth. Thank God, you have given us the grace to accomplish what you called us to accomplish. So Father, I pray for the people who are renewing their commitment, not only their spiritual life, not only their family life, not only their financial life, but their work life, their business life, the school life, Lord, as they commit back everything to you. You have said, Lord Father, you are going to work in our behalf. You are going to make a way even if there is no way. For nothing is impossible with you. So Father, as we surrender all right now, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord Father, whatever was stolen from them, by the demon, by the enemy, Lord, you would restore it in full. Not only one fold, not only twice, but tenfolds in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray promotions, promotions, Lord Father, that are being hindered right now. I pray as they commit your work, their work unto the Lord, it will be released in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray business that are dying in the name of Jesus, as they renew their commitment to you, Lord, Father, you're going to resurrect their business back to life in the name of Jesus. You're going to give them wonderful and great ideas. Father, I thank you, Lord, Father, for allowing us to understand you are part of our daily lives, work life, financial life, spiritual life, because you are concerned with us. You can put down your hands. I want to pray for one last group of people. Everybody look up here, please. This may be your first time. This may be your second time or your end time to come here. But as we want to seek the blessing blessing from God. Do you want to seek the blessing from God? Yes or no? But before you and I can receive the blessing, we have to receive the blesser. You want to receive the gift? Yes. The gift of what? Blessing? Yes. The gift of healing? The gift of what? Prosperity? Yes or no? But you and I got to first receive the gift giver. So today, I want to challenge some of you. If you haven't really surrendered totally your life to the Lord, God wants you to surrender today so that God can help you fix your life and make everything brand new. Bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus for those people who have been frequenting this church, haven't come to this church, probably one time, two times, doesn't really matter, but they know right now the truth that work comes from you, that we got to work for you, and then we got to work with you, not only with our work life, business life, but even with our own very life. And if you're saying today, Chinky, 
I want to surrender my life totally to the Lord. And if you're saying you want to surrender your life totally to the Lord, I want you to raise your hands right now. Raise up your hands. Come on. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand in the back. Yes, yes, yes. I see that hand. Don't look around. Just give them his privacy. Okay, I'll give you five more seconds. If you're saying, Lord, I want to surrender my life to you today. If that is you, if you're raising your hands, I want to challenge you to step out of your chair and please come in front. I want to pray for you. Don't be shy. Come on. If you're raising up your hand, ushers, can you please help them? Kung tinataas mo yung kamay nyo, pumunta kayo dito sa harap. Wag po tayo mahiya. Come on. Let's give them a hand. Come on. I want to pray for you. Come on. Please come down. This is between you and God. Can we make way, please? Sige. Let's give more time. Can you please look up here? Let me tell you this. Hindi aksidente na nandito kayo ngayon. Hindi aksidente na imbitahan kayo dito. Hindi aksidente na napapakinggan nyo itong katotohanan na ito. Dahil mahal na mahal kayo ng Diyos. At hindi naman tayo ang pumunta dito dahil ang banal na Espiritu ang nag-udyok sa inyo na pumunta dito. Amen? Sa yung hapon na ito na isinusuko natin ang ating buhay, yun din ang ginawa ko noong 1992. Ang magandang balita, ang pangako ng Diyos, kung po sino po sa atin ang magsisisi ang sino sa atin, tatanggapin siya bilang ating Panginoon. Siya ay magbibigay sa atin ng kapatawaran at magbibigay sa atin ng buhay na walang hanggan. At yan ang gagawin po natin ngayon. So how are we going to do this? All we need to do is just pray with me. You just close your eyes. Okay, can you stretch out your hands to these people, please? Let us pray. You follow me, you say, Heavenly Father, I know that I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. And I know I need you in my life. Nagawa ko na lahat ang dapat kong gawin. Pero wala pa rin nangyari. Sa araw na ito, lubusan ko na sinusuko ko po ang aking buhay. Simula sa araw na ito, humihingi po ako ng kapatawaran. Forgive me for all the sins I've committed. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. Starting today, I will not live in worry. Starting today, I will not live in fear. Starting today, I will not live in doubt because I know I committed all my plans to you, my life to you. You are in control, not me. Thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Thank you for your love. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Father, I pray, Lord, for the... For the Father, I pray, Lord, for the life of each and every person inside this room who just committed their lives. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. 
Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.